Hey, welcome to the Movie Theater Time Machine Podcast. Hey, I'm your announcer, Max. Today, we got a fun one for you folks. It's the conclusion of the Guilty Pleasures Month. That sounds weird. Uh, we <laughs> the have climax, here. you might say. <laughs> we have your Kid Galahad. It's the Elvis Presley movie. That guy's a little weird. Uh, we have it here. It's not Elvis Presley, Laura Albright, Kid Young, Joe Brockman, and Charles Bronson. Hey, pretty cool. Alright, so you know we have a fun time here in Movie Theater Time Machine. We'll turn over to Kaz, Nick, Dan, and Jocelyn. Give yourself a good old time. Yay! Woo! Oh crap, I forgot to think of a name. Hey, I'm Kaz, and uh, yeah, I forgot to think of a name. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm Nick, and I, I am a classy Ford Model T. <laughs> I'm Dan, and now I understand what a dope on a rope really is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Joss, and I guess Cream Valley isn't a salad dressing. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a, a dirty joke. It really does. <laughs> like, hey, hey, girls, you want to see Elvis in Cream Valley? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna make that joke, but then I decided, no, I'm not gonna. And then you did it for me, so it's cool. Oh, this is so bad. <laughs> oh, I mean, this being Thanksgiving month, you know, this is always a good time to do these types of movies because it's always just the oddities to help you get to know your friends a little more. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Then, Our you eccentricities. Know, you know, from the others of last week's uh, Transformers. Mm-hmm. You know, the man who laughs in Wayne's World and now Kit Galahad. I get, I, I, I get up and ask, why Elvis? Oh, it's a long, uh, it's been a long time. Um, when I was uh, in third or fourth grade, I can't remember which, um, I had to do a uh, project on a celebrity that we chose that was a, you know an older celebrity. And I was teamed up with this other kid and uh, we had to do Elvis. Yeah. So I went out and I learned as much as I possibly could. I was also a full house kid. So Jesse from <laughs> Jesse and the Rippers, I all had right, all these yeah. little influences. And then um, my mother's boyfriend at the time was a big Elvis guy. So I had a lot of frame of reference to learn from. And so it just sort of stuck. As all weird right. as that is, it just, it just kind of hit me like... Um, the, I liked a lot of his music. I didn't listen to a lot of modern music as a kid. No, me I listened neither. to me a lot of older yeah. music, and I listened to a lot of my parents' music, and yeah. a lot of the music that was played in my house was Elvis, and I just kind of, for a little while anyway, I came really obsessed with it. Yeah. I've seen every movie. I know most of his soundtracks. I know which songs were remakes and which ones were his, and I've listened to his gospel, and I'm not a religious person. And yeah, so his gospel I, was good. His gospel was beautiful. Yeah, it was real good. Yeah. And as I got older, you know, if I heard something it's like, oh, you know, there's there's an Elvis documentary or there's this this book written by Priscilla and I read it and I went, Good lord, what did I not know? And there's a lot <laughs> you don't know. So I just it became a thing and it's uh it's one of those uh things that's kind of like i mentioned it before it's one of those uh, it's not so much a guilty pleasure for Mm. me i don't really announce like hey guys let's watch an elvis movie no um (laughs) but it's one of those i'll put it on in the background if i want comfort 
Mm-hmm. If I, it's, it's my, it's my warm safety blanket. It's, yeah. I can put this on in the background yeah. and do something else. Oh yeah. And yeah, yeah. it's, yeah. it's one of those, I can sit there and it's soothing. Yeah. It helps me relax. So. Dig. Yeah. Well, I think, um, what is everybody else's background on all this? Cause I have a similar one. But... I've never seen this movie before. I don't really, uh, I don't really have much opinion on Elvis. Yeah. Uh, before meeting Joss in high school, the majority of my Elvis knowledge came from cartoons. So, <laughs> yeah. I mean, Bobby's I knew the he, world. Yeah. It's like I knew he existed you know and it? I knew Uncle Jesse like adored him. Beyond that, I didn't know much else. Yeah. For me, it was a similarity of that. I mean, I had um, Full House back, you know, mm. that was constantly being played and, you know, my sister was obsessed with it, but... I also had a dad who was obsessed with Motown, the 50s music, yep. and all that other stuff. Mm-hmm. So the channel on the radio was always B101. B101. Yeah. The classic all, rock station. Yeah. Yeah. Are they doing all Christmas music now? Oh, don't even. Don't. Oh, don't. No, no, no. Don't no, they do no, like no. 80s shit all the time now? No, it's yeah. Like yeah, that's, that's, that's classic rock now. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. yeah. Stop making yeah. us old. Why <laughs> yeah. did Motley Crue become classic rock? <laughs> Well, hell. It's better than that synth crap, though. Uh, the the yeah. 80s, what is it, a Yamaha synth that's in, yeah. like, everything cheesy? Well, sure. everything cheesy, but then it, uh. then they invented the keytar and everything became, like, 30% cooler. Hmm. <laughs> in your opinion. <laughs> I, I don't so know. Like, Magatu. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I invented the piano key necktie. God. <laughs> <No>. oh. <laughs> the one good character in that sequel. My freaking child. Oh, yeah, <laughs> Zoolander. Yeah, the, the one good. Oh, yeah, Zoolander did have a sequel, didn't they? Yes. Yeah. yes it it came and went very quickly. I did not see it. It's not. I like the it. bit no. with the face yeah, mask. Because yeah, I, I really, I really one, like but... Zoolander. I really yeah. do. It's a fun yeah. movie. I enjoy that movie. It... Blue Steel. Blue Steel. It was really funny. The second movie just it, it missed so much. Really, I, I don't know. I just, just there's no David Duchovny with nope. a a fishbowl nope. attached to his hand. No, what? I don't even remember no. that. That's there's, part of the first one. Is the, the hand one. model? Yeah. No, the like a hermetically sealed chamber. Yeah. No, there's all there's some fun stuff, but there's actually there's a very unfortunate very beginning with. Uh, Matt Lauer is talking about how much um, he adored Zoolander um, and everything, and a lot of the, half the people don't really know who Zoolander is anymore. And I'm like, oh, this oh, does not hold no. up well. But the last 20 minutes with Will Ferrell's Mugatu is the funniest <laughs> part. Like, love to hear this. Anyway, so we're not on that movie. But we're not <laughs> Zoolander today. Yeah. So, um, so there, there's a lot really. Like, this is what this is one of his his earlier films. Yeah. Uh, it's like, sort what? of in the middle. Okay. Um, Elvis started making movies. Uh, I believe the first one was in '56 or '57. I could be wrong. It's been so, a long time, but he he started ma- he started making movies before it got into the camp okay. of his movies. This was sort of the beginning of the camp of his movies. Mm. Taking place um, in a camp. It's like in a camp. <laughs> yeah. And there was a, well, I wouldn't say a considerable amount of camp in it, but it was there were some. Goofy. There were some oh, campy bits. Oh, it was goofy, yeah. There yeah. was some camp. No, the later ones get worse. Yeah, it was. Yeah. The ones from like 64, 65, those no. are total camp. It was yeah. nowhere ever, near like beach party movies. I was say, no. do they ever get torpedo juice goofy? 
Yes, yes they do. Oh. Um, <laughs> in in different ways, but yes they do. Uh, this one is, <laughs> is someone equivalent to. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm not. In fact, he might be. I don't know. It it could possibly be. It's been a while since I've seen a lot of the super campy ones because they weren't my favorites. Mm. So, um, and what's funny about uh, Elvis movies is they have a tendency to recycle people. Yeah. And they'll use the same people over and over again in different parts in different movies. And they'll recycle plots. <laughs> well, that's easy enough to do. Adam Sandler this, before it was Adam Sandler. Yeah, kind yeah. of. Um, a little like, bit. Elvis to feels be like going to you, Hawaii. Let's go. Let's go. Here. Let's go to Hawaii. Oh, Elvis God. really likes Hawaii, so we'll make two Hawaii movies. Hmm. Uh, Elvis grew up in the South, so we're gonna base a bunch of them in the South. Elvis really likes Creole food, so we're gonna make King Creole. I mean, come on. <laughs> this is this is sort of. I mean, Christ. The the first song in King Creole is is a song called Crawfish. And it's about crawfish. I'm not joking. Is a crawfish a kind of shrimp? It's like a it's shrimp. Like a tiny, tiny crustacean. lobster. It's like yeah. a shrimp. Yeah, lobster combo. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, and you said this one was atypical for the Elvis movies because it had more plot. It had more plot, it, but it, it wasn't. Plot. You've got <laughs> the, the beginning Elvis movies, which were really heavy on plot and really like trying to make him sort of a badass. Mm. Not the very first one. The very first one, he had a side gig. And he died in it, and his mother had to walk out and refuse to see any other movie he was in because he died in it. I mean, it was a big thing. Um, Damn. But, and that was one of the stipulations he made when he started making movies, is he could not die in it because his mother couldn't take it. Mm. Couldn't see her, couldn't take her baby dying on film. He had a lot of mama issues, no, too, lots. apparently. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that would be an entire other podcast. Um, <laughs> Um, but this one... Put that behind a paywall. What the hell's wrong? Oh, God. (laughs) But this one, um... Yeah, this one was a little... A little atypical because it's... It tries to be serious at some points when you get into, like, the mob stuff and Mm. someone witnessed a murder and there's, you know, people beating each other up that isn't part of the plot, like, the main plot of boxing. So you get that and then you've got the campiness and of course the music that comes out of nowhere and everything else of a typical Elvis movie. So yeah. it's sort of in between. So how would you sum up the plot in this one? Uh, in a few words, um, a not so bright dude, you know, <laughs> comes home, quote unquote home, the, the place he was born from the army, uh, with a simple set of skills and he, he knows how to take a hit, and he doesn't use any of the skills that he trained for, and makes a lot of money being punched in the face a lot. <laughs> Basically, that's the basic plot. Like Homer Simpson, yeah. a little bit, a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that's still. But he a... does end up punching back later. He does on. eventually. Yeah. He's got like yeah. an iron right hook. Yeah. Now there was. For those who probably have listened for a while, I've had a very extensive karate background mm-hmm. for, you know, for a very long time. I remember still when I saw this, I thought of my very first fight mm-hmm. and, you know, I'm all nervous. I'm like, I don't really want to take a hit to the face. I don't you know. I don't want to be able to do this. So they're right. like, no, no, go do it. And there was this kid, Matt. And all I did was he started running towards me and I held my fist up. And he ran right into, into my it. right face first, right into my fist nice. five times. Five times. Yeah. He didn't learn after the first one. You think he would just go like, 
oh shoot, duck cover, boom. Like and um. here, like and for about a few weeks, you know, when we were doing this, I thought I could just hold my fist up and somebody would run <laughs> into, run into it. it. And, like some kind of fist magnet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it was just something to do. Then everybody would just push the fists out of the way and punch me in the chest. I'm like, oh, this is not a good idea. That's uh, not how this works. Oh, like the Street Fighter 100 <laughs> hand slap doesn't work. <laughs> I'm just going to tap A. <laughs> but I remember. He lied to me. I just remember that it doesn't it doesn't take a while like you know usually like the first time you get whacked away you know something gets whacked away you get hit you learn put your hands up like yeah. oh this is why you yeah block. that's why he's that's why I said he wasn't that bright it just he mm. just keeps taking it right to the chin it's just like dude it just any kind of bob just, and weave bob yeah. and weave or not even bob and weave just the slightest amount of Hands like. Up. Self-preservation yeah. instinct, like, oh, God, stop. That's not yeah. even conscious when, when you just, you know, yeah. get out of the way of things. Yeah. It's like parents, parasympathetic nervous system. Or yeah, whatever. when you've been untrained, yeah. When you're, you know, he was, he was trained, trained so to speak. Did they train him wrong as a joke? <laughs> what I find funny about this movie, too, is, yeah. is a little bit atypical of an Elvis movie. He's not really the main character. He's, no, he's, he's not. a main character, but he's not the main character. It's, no. There Willie's are multiple. Basically. Yeah, Willie is basically the main character in all yeah. this. Everything is revolving around him. So yeah, well, true. A he is central. Yeah, there's a difference between a character who's the main character, like from whose point of view the audience is, and a character who's a protagonist. They're not necessarily the same. True. Right. True. So it could be like one of those cases. That's, I think it's a bit yeah. sophisticated for 1962. Yeah. I don't know. For an Elvis movie in 1962. Yeah. Let me put it that way. I'm not saying that there aren't any movies in the 60s. Because there are. I just... I don't see it very often. It didn't have to be a conscious movie. choice. True. Well, there's not a lot in the mid-60s that really held up. No, not really. Still, no. No, no at least for... No, no they, they don't. They don't. They stopped just... doing all the war movies in the 40s. So. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and at that point, it was in a really weird sweet spot, like between Korea and Vietnam before right. it really kicked up. So right. So there. When did he? Was it sixty two? So when did he get drafted? He was drafted, I believe, in fifty eight to sixty because oh, okay. um his he debuted he debuted in fifty six, and then I believe it was fifty eight when he joined the army because he was he wasn't drafted he joined. Mm. Um. And he was gone for two years, and his record company was losing their mind because he was... He'd be forgotten. He was the hottest... Yeah, he was the hottest yeah. guy out there, and you're basically dropping your career to join the army during yeah. a time when there isn't even a war? Who does that? Apparently right. Elvis. Well, yeah. I guess better than joining during a war if you want to keep your ass safe. Yeah, well... well that, then, then don't join, I guess. Yeah, well, I mean, at the time, too, what happened is if people had service record, you know, and when it came time for it, people would be drafted. Mm -hmm. So I think the mindset was join the army during peacetime, and if you had to get drafted, you were lower on the... On the total... You were low, oh, yeah, you, you were lower... Already, already you were served. lower in the roles yeah. at that oh. point, so that way you didn't get there, so... Or if you didn't yeah. serve, you ended up serving somewhere else. Right. Yeah, um, makes sense. Yeah, yeah, <coughs> you were you weren't exactly right there. Okay, you did everything. You did that. You paid your debt to Uncle Sam. Here you go, out of the way. Yeah, you know? it's, it's, yeah. 
it's something like that. I know that um, yeah. during that particular point too in time, mm. um, Jerry Lee Lewis was also very big. He was just starting out. He had just done oh. High School Confidential. He had just nice done Nice Lady. <laughs> Not oh. that one. Oh. Jerry Lee Lewis. Oh, okay. Wait, musician. <laughs> musician. Oh. Well, that's a whole different. That's a different movie altogether now. <laughs> uh, you've heard the song "Great Balls of Fire." Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. He, he came out around about Balls. the same time, a little bit, a little bit after Elvis. Yeah, and now I'm um, picturing Jerry Lewis doing that song. I'll picture it. Goodness gracious, lady, <laughs> with balls on fire. <laughs> you gotta punch yourself in the crotch to put it out, and that's how you get. I don't know, uh, Michael Jackson moves. <laughs> oh dear. Or the Family Guy's interpretation of Michael Jackson dance moves. Machine gun does nuts. Oh, I'm so bad. So bad. Oh, man. Where so, were we? I don't know. Balls. Oh, you remember Jerry Lee Lewis? Oh yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. He uh, around the time he came out, he was Elvis said decided to join military so he thought that he was gonna have a basically fill in the spot ah because elvis wasn't there and then he had his own uh scandal mm. Mm. he married his 13 year old cousin mm. yeah. he was 21 at the time mm. yeah but I, I said he had his own scandal he had his own thing you couldn't um, resist telling could you i had to uh, it's in my brain. I need to share. Well, considering uh, the Law and Order episode we watched before this, too. Sweet Jesus. Yeah. True. Yeah. True. Oh, uh, but, God. Uh, yeah. But he he got flack for not joining the army. Yeah. <laughs> At the same time, as like Elvis is serving his country. Yeah. And Jerry Lewis didn't. And they yeah. were on par. They were both part of Sun Records. Sun Records is who signed both Elvis and him. Yeah. Yeah, and Sun Records also signed Johnny Cash too for for a slow for a, for a period of time, and then you know I don't, I don't think Sun Records is even around. No, anymore. it is not. It is not. Yeah. It is. Uh, it was already hurting by the time they found Elvis, and they kind of got them a boost. But then, yeah. um, after a while, I believe Elvis signed with I want to say RCA. Yeah. And when that happened, they basically lost their biggest commodity, so they kind of t- you know, yeah. tanked after that. Yeah, they had other so, people, but... Yeah, it really, I think it got absorbed by Columbia or absorbed by probably. RCA. Because um, RCA also signed the Beatles in America, mm-hmm. and then they became that Beatles-Elvis crossover yep. after a while. Then what was Apple Records? Apple Records was their creation. They did later on, oh, actually. Okay. I think at the time of this, like... I don't think the Beatles invasion's even around, like really around. It was sixty four. Sixty four is the Beatles invasion. Yeah. So I mean, we got all, we got a lot of that here. So there's, I mean, there's a lot really to unpack about it. And actually, the, um, you know, there's a lot with this movie itself. I think you know with. Well, there's a guy yeah. and yeah. him and his sister have a boxing camp in the woods yeah. in in the Catskills of New York. Yeah. Catskills, New Valley, yeah. And where they train boxers. In the middle of goddamn nowhere. (laughs) It's a pretty paradise to me, man. It's still a forested area. It's very pretty. It's very it's a very small town. Everybody knows everybody else type deal. That's why when he first shows up, um, they say, where are you from? And he says, Cream Valley. And they all start laughing because nobody's from Cream Valley. This is where you end up. (laughs) And then he pulls out his birth certificate and he's like, nah, I was actually born here. 
Yeah. They were, and everybody's like, "So you are one of us." Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> and I, mean, you know, I get to kind of relate to that. I mean, growing up in a small town, where everybody knew everybody, and everybody knew everybody's business. Yep. You know, after a while, it's like Jesus. You know, how do you? How? You know? Yeah. Are you really from here? You know, how did we not know you? Right. Yeah, I suppose since I moved away, it's been a little different. And he's out of the army, so he needs a... I needs a job. Yep. And he's like, um, I could be a mechanic. Because yeah. he, he had training. One of the first scenes of the movie is uh, some somebody leaving the mechanic shop can't actually start yeah. their car. Yeah. yeah. And he jumps off the back of a truck and goes, hey, I can fix that, and fixes yeah. it. Yeah. And then the guy barely even says thank you and takes off. Yeah. Because it's New York. Well, yeah, no matter what kind of New York it off. is, it's New York. Yeah, yeah I think it's yeah, it. His voice sounds funny coming out of his face. Yeah. It sounds deeper than, I don't know, than his face looks. <laughs> he did, didn't he? Yeah. But yeah. Well, you got to have that voice appearance mismatch going on. Yeah. True. Why? <laughs> I don't know. It's just a thing that happens. Like, find a picture of any radio host, and they do not look like how they sound, I promise you. Huh. It's yeah. True. True. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. And then here, so even you know at the very beginning when he's trying to look for a job, he goes in there. He's like, okay, he's he he's a comp. He he has he's in debt. He needs to find something. And um, oh wait, that's Willie Grogan. Yeah, yeah. He's, you know, he's in debt. You know, and Dolly who you thinking he was saying Krogan, and I'm like. Yeah, I kept hearing Krogan, and I was having Mass Effect flashbacks. <laughs> and now I want to see Bare Knuckle Brawling with Krogan. With Rax! Yeah. That'd be awesome. Yeah. That would a lot, be there'll amazing. be a lot of headbutting. Lots and lots of headbutting. Wow. Fantastic. In the beginning, we also meet Dolly, who's Willie Krogan's uh, Girl live-in girlfriend, friend, who's a little bit love-starved. Earlier, I have... A little bit love-starved. A little bit, yeah. Yeah. I have a I have a fantasy casting. I think that would be perfect for her. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So just uh, right in the same era too. Okay. Yeah. I'll I'll save it for later yes. if we usually would. Let me hear. So the uh, the end of camp. Walter Gerlich comes in. His young man recently discharged from the army. Gets to a peaceful setting. Wants to work on old cars. Just needs a job. Mm-hmm. Even to the point where he he takes a job as a as a boxer to get five dollars a round. I don't think he was necessarily even going to be a boxer so much as let this other be guy a punching bag. Basically yeah. a living like punching dummy. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I, I'd imagine him like it's like old WWF where you had like the hire for a day wrestlers. Yeah. Yeah. You have the, you have the jobbers. Yeah. Great. The jobbers, yeah. Then you're like, like Hacksaw Jim Duggan versus that guy. This guy. <laughs> yeah. Or the uh, the jobbers here, Barry Horowitz and the whole thing in yeah. the late 90s. Or this like, guy who was a jobber who actually won. Like, he actually, <laughs> like, he's been wrestling every once in a while on Monday Night Raw. He's been following us around. He actually won a match. What? Uh-huh. <laughs> like, you know, like, Congratulations! Is he supposed to take a fall or actually wrestle? Stone Cold Steve Austin versus Bill. Yeah, versus Bill. It was like there, there would be like warm up matches because at the time there wasn't really a big roster and they couldn't show everybody every week, so they would do just like random ones. Like okay, they'd win, but it was just to show a skill. Well, yeah, that they wanted to to save all their big fights for like pay per view because exactly you know pay per view was thirty five dollars yeah. For one app, for like a three hour thing. Yeah. So. Yeah, they, it was a huge cash cow. Right. Yeah. So they weren't yeah. going to, to 
you know, show all these guys constantly. They yeah. were just going to show them unless it was a, a you know, view yeah, that, yeah, and at the time, cable TV wasn't as big, so they cable didn't push TV those as, as much. Big. Yeah, and they also took the show on the road a lot. You know, yeah. they'd have, uh, yeah. they'd have WWF. Yeah, I have yeah. yeah, you know, they have WWF at the Civic Center, and you'd go to the Civic Center and you'd see all your favorite people, you know, wrestle or whatever. But you know that they're doing this exact same show. You know, they came, they come to Providence, but they're doing the same show in Boston next week. Yeah. They're doing the, the same show, and everybody's going to win exactly the same. Yeah. And that's one thing, it's one thing I picked up on when I was a kid, when it came to wrestling anyway. I went to go see a bunch of them with my mother. And one of them they filmed yeah. in Providence. And I knew, I knew they were filming it. And I had a friend who didn't live in the area. He lived, oh, where did he live? Pennsylvania, I think. Um... And we were pen pals. Yeah. And so I had mentioned, hey, we're going to WrestleMania. Uh, not WrestleMania. We're going to one of the, the live ones. We're going to be there. Yeah. And he was like, oh, uh, did this happen? And he was like, oh, I saw one and this, this, and this happened. And I went to the, the show and sure enough, that exact same thing happened. And I was like... Wow, okay, so this is what they do. They pre-do it, and when they go on the road, every place until they, they air it, they do the same show everywhere, and then they do a whole new one the next week. Glory days before the internet. Yeah. Yep. Meanwhile, I bought it hook, line, and sinker. Yeah. 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 I fully believe that Tatanka was oh, really honey. a Native American. Yeah. Oh, honey. I thought Razor, Mar Razor Ramon was a real just like, just greasy. He, he just probably is greasy. just greasy. <laughs> uh, and and then, actually, I, I have a good friend of mine who uh, wrestled with Scott Hall recently. Yeah, recently. And yeah, and hung out with him there. Yeah, he's a he's, he's a, probably a really nice he's guy. He's a local pro wrestler. No, he is. He's like he, he's had a lot of. Oh, I'm a lot sure. of things in the past that really fucked him up. But, oh, I'm sure. You know, but he hung out with him and he had a really good time. Hi, Craig. There, so. I mean, you can't you can't do professional wrestling for as long as he has without getting like without getting your brain rocked a few times. Oh yeah, it's, just, it's, it's what's well, going to happen. It's oh not yeah, just yeah. That. It's the drugs that they all did that in, in the eighties and nineties. Yep. I mean, let's not pretend anything. Yeah. Are you going to really tell me that Hulk Hogan had those forty-four inch pythons naturally? Yeah. Maybe he shoved giant snakes under skin. Yes, that's exactly yeah. what he did. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so with that, I mean, honestly, you see those joggers, you see those everything. Like this is a guy who has nothing, and he's like, okay, he doesn't have a lot in his head. Okay, no. I'll let him punch me in the face for five dollars. He was real fine. basic. He yeah. was. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He was a real simple character. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, and in, in, the, in the first, like, boxing match, he gets, he basically gets clowned on. Mm -hmm. yeah. He gets, he gets, his, he gets his shit kicked in for a while. Joey beats him up. Yeah, Joey beats him up <laughs> until at one point. Now, I looked this up during the movie. I have to, I have to play a few seconds of this. It's not going to be enough to get us in trouble, but yeah. watch the be an ad now. Oh, no. <laughs> yep. Basically, yep. he flattens jo uh, Joey with one, one punch. punch. <laughs> yeah. And that's what you do, really, is just if you really get lucky and you're in a possible fight, you're going to save your one hook. 
But you don't let them wail on your face. No, no, you don't do that. You until put you your got head, a nosebleed, and then they got superpowers. You got your hands up. You take it. You just protect your vital areas right next to the, you know, mm-hmm. right next to the nerves in the side of your head, your eyes, your mouth, your nose. You mm-hmm. protect all that, and then once you get close enough, just wail in, you know, and do whatever you whatever you can, whatever you can do. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna tire out his fist with my face. It'll be <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I can block it with my face. No, okay, all right. okay. Poof, yeah. I'm okay. I'm okay, don't worry. Tell me about the rabbits, George. <laughs> well, I was confused because it's not like he did a stupid sounding voice or anything. He sounded pretty normal. It's just you let him hit him in the face a lot. Uh, Elvis has a vague southern accent. Yeah. Because he, he grew up in Tennessee. Yeah. So he's got that, that southern, like, light southern boy, like, yeah, Mr. No, Mr. Whatever you're saying, Mr. Uh, well, didn't he work hard to try to, like, suppress... The, he the worked hard to had? try to basically suppress everything from where he was from. Because he was from, like, Hillbilly, Tennessee. Yeah. yeah. You know, he was... Mm. He grew up extremely poor. Yeah. Um, no shirt, no shoes, no service type place, you know? No. You know, hang out on the... the you know, on the railroad tracks with your friends, you know, playing with sticks type deal. Yeah. You know, he, they didn't have any money for anything and where he learned how to sing was in the choir at church. Yeah. So, yeah, he, he grew really... up with basically nothing. So when he started singing and when he started singing professionally, one of the first things he did was dyed his naturally blonde hair black because, A, it looked better for the aesthetics of, of his face. He had these blue eyes, so, of course, right. it, it would yeah, help it would pop, pop it up. Out, yeah. Plus, everything was black and white. Oh. Black hair shows much better in black and white than blonde does. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it was one of those, we're going to play these up for you, and we're going to basically, we're going to tailor you yeah. for stardom. Yeah. You've got this voice, so we're going to... We're gonna play with it and make sure that you're appealing. Yeah. And they they overdid it because he got himself in trouble. Because oh. well, well, yeah. I mean, the one thing that he was really good at was stirring up a crowd. Yeah. Um. But what would that at first? Hips but all? what? But at first <laughs> he wasn't. Like he started playing fairs. Yeah. Um. On tour, like yo, know, he had put, he had done a single. The reason he even became famous at all was Star Records had a uh, Star Sun Records had a thing where you could come in and if you paid a certain amount of money you could record a, a single, you yeah. record a record. Yeah. And yeah. so he wrote this song for his mother. Yeah. Of course. Um, and brought it in and recorded it, and they listened to him sing, and they were like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! You know, who are you? Where are you from? Let's hook you up with this this writer." And we'll do a couple of singles, and that's what happened. And they they went out, and it exploded, and he started doing fairs. And the thing about a fair, just like everywhere else, you've got everything going on around you. You've got rides, yeah, and no games. one's paying attention. Nobody's really, really paying attention to the person on stage. Yeah. So he just started to dance. Yeah. He started shaking his hips and and moving his legs and. Got all and the a girls. Dance? The girls became a became a frenzied. <laughs> <laughs> he brought and them oh. to Cream Valley. <laughs> they felt the vapors. They, yep. So it wasn't true that Forrest taught him how to dance when he was trying to get out of his leg braces. No, 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 no. no. That's, That's why we saw that nice man on TV doing the dance I told him to do. Yeah. <laughs> I really wanted to see Andy Griffiths show up somewhere in the movie during yes. one of those impromptu singing things. To be quite honest with you, I think uh, the, uh, I think Andy Griffith thought he was like the devil 
What? <laughs> Andy Griffith oh, was, very, was yeah. very prim and proper, and Elvis yeah. was pretty much the exact opposite of that. Yeah. Um, he, his, his main focus, especially around his younger age, he was 21 in 1956. I mean, he, he was just like, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to do this. There are girls throwing themselves at him. And he was like, yeah, buddy, let's do this. Yeah. And, um, he was the exact opposite of everything they wanted. They wanted good, wholesome boy. Yeah. And that's not what he was throwing. Yeah. And so, uh, just sweet until we get to the sixties in general. Well, that's the later sixties though. The yeah. early sixties oh, yeah. weren't like that. The early sixties were still kind of, you know, getting flashes. They were still, they were still the fifties. They were still getting flashes of the fifties. It's just like how the eighties didn't end until like 1994. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. There's a scene right during this particular part where, you know, he's fighting while he's fighting. Dolly walks out of the, uh, out of the hotel or the camp, whatever it is. And she's wearing pants. Yeah. And you do not see women wear pants. In yeah. 1962. And what was it? The mob. The mobster was the one that hit on her too. The mobster like, hit on her. Yeah. Yep. Hey, Toots, how are no, you? No, it was Peaches. Yeah, oh yeah. Was Peaches. Peaches hit on her and said that, "Aren't you lucky?" No, I mean that's what um, called her. Oh, oh wait, yeah, wait. Peaches. That would be Peaches, a funny. And she's in Cream, Cream Valley. Valley. Yep. Nah. Uh-huh. Oh. I just that just hit. Wow. I thought it was just generic. Uh, it is a generic thing, but put together, it makes a lot more sense. Yeah. Um, that just clicked. Like, that thunk you heard, that was my brain going, hey, wait a minute. Yeah, the whole, the whole uh, hey, Peaches, aren't you lucky you get to spend the whole summer with me? <laughs> Ew. That, that was his line, and it's like, really, dude? Get really? Out of here, that's what you got? That's, that's really? all you got? Well, it was 1962. That... Nothing's changed. Hey, does that pickup line work on your hand? And, <laughs> and the look of utter contempt she gives him is great. Yeah. She did not dignify it with an answer. No. no. Now, I liked Dolly more and more and more as I saw this. Like, mm-hmm. it, it, it keep going on. I'm like, okay, yeah, she ain't taking any shit. She's you know, also just... not your typical girl in no. any of these types no. of movies. She no. isn't. She's no. living with a man yeah. who she's not married to. Yeah. And it's obvious they they share a bed, they share a bedroom. Yeah. Living in sin. They are living in sin. She doesn't want to be. She wants to be married, but she's sort of settling. And the she's her own person. She had a job. She had her own life before this happened. And she sat there and really considered going back to it. Yeah. You know, it's it's one of those she She almost picked up and left. She did. Well, she, did. she did pick up and leave. Like mm-hmm. towards the end, she yeah. had she had enough of Willie's shit. Yeah. And just yeah. Well, it's, it's left. She's yeah. Not, she's it. She really is your not your typical girl. And also, you can tell the real big difference with her because she's walking around in her underwear. Yeah. You yeah, know, you're like that. You, that's you didn't see that till like basically. I think there was um. I don't, know, I don't know if you remember this. You remember Laverne and Shirley when the, they did that? Uh, there was an episode where... Um, what, what, didn't was space 70s, aliens then? kidnap uh, people off the beach, though, in 50s movies? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. but this, there's a difference, a difference with that, though. though. Yeah. Oh. Because you're out on the beach, and it's a bathing suit, and it's more acceptable that mm. way. They yeah. show her in her underwear. It's obviously... And it's sexy underwear, too. It's, it's not. Cone. It's a comb it's, bra. It's, it's, not just, well, it's all comb bras. It's the 60s. It's There's obviously lace involved, There's too. lace. There's black lace, and she's wearing a very, you know, a sheer black... Um, yeah. Slip. Slip. Yeah. I, I couldn't... The word Negligee? It was a slip. It's I'm what you sure wear. A uh, slip I mean, is what you wear under a skirt. It's, it's the, the skirt. It's the skirt under oh, the skirt. I know that. It's what they made Klinger wear. 
Yeah, oh, it's okay. Skirt. Yeah, it's yeah. a double skirt because you can sometimes see your underwear through the thin layer of the skirt that you were wearing. So when she started looking like Hillary. But even, no matter. <laughs> <laughs> so Willie's got a young sister, Rose, that shows up and she owns half the property. Oh, Rose. And, then, and she's clearly better with finances than, than Willie is. Oh, absolutely. Oh, God, yeah. yeah. She's got her shit together and he absolutely does not. He's in yeah. trouble with the mob and he gambles too much. He does severe Severe gambling issues. He's trying to hide it and all that. He tries to hide it with freaking toxic masculinity too. The whole let the men deal with it. You get your pretty little head home, and she's like, "What the fuck? No!" Don't worry about this, Dolly. The men are talking. Oh, what? Her whole thing, not just Dolly. The hell would you? Yeah. Oh, she's like Rose. Go home. This is this is way too advanced for you. And she's looking at him like, "You're the one who keeps borrowing money from me, from your single sister who lives and works by herself in New York." Okay. You don't need any of that shit. Yeah. Yeah, but there's a scene like Elvis walks into the room. Yep. She turns around, they lock eyes. And I can appreciate the cheesy and campiness in some of this, but you can see automatically right away they're gonna be married. Oh, it's the first thing that you see. The yeah. first trope that you notice is the love at first sight. Um and that's that's a typical trope in an Elvis yeah. movie. Yeah. Is the is you can tell who the love interest is immediately. Well, it wasn't just that you could tell it's a love interest. You could see there was a long-term relationship with the way they were staring at each other. Yeah. Like, what's going to build immediately? Yeah. Although, maybe it's because we've seen a lot At least it didn't build in two days. Yeah, true. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, there was questions on that, too. Well, we noticed eventually the seasons change. Yeah. The seasons change, and they're talking about they're going to have this fight here, and this and that, and the other thing, but... Regardless, the yeah. Rose shows up and basically tells her brother, "Look, you're running this camp, and this camp is supposed to be making money hand over fist. You're There's, constantly booked. Huh, hand over shouldn't. fist, boxing yeah, camp. Yeah, there is yeah. no reason why this place shouldn't be making money, but it's not. But it's so not, and you keep wrong. you keep borrowing money from me, so I want to sit there, sit down, and go over all the finances. And he doesn't want his sister knowing that he's blowing all of their money." On the track. And he's got right. some mob guys babysitting him now. He's got yeah. mob guys babysitting him because he saw he he saw or didn't see somebody get murdered <laughs> in a bathhouse. Yeah. yeah. That's that's oh, basically where that, that is. That was it. Okay. Yeah. Okay, it I had trouble getting the connection there. It, they, yeah. it, they gloss over it too, but yeah. it, I can't remember the guy's name. It's like Rocky something or other got beaten the hell got the living hell beaten out of him in some boiler room. They call it, but it's oh, more, yeah. it more of a steam oh, room. It's a steam room. room. Yeah, it's yeah. Just, the steam was yeah. so thick yeah. he couldn't see anything. He like split piece up. Yeah. Oh, all right, all right. Yeah, he basically he was in he was in a bathhouse of some sort, and this other guy was in the steam room with him, and somebody came in and murdered this guy. Yeah, they didn't he didn't beat him up. He was murdered. If he's in the bathhouse, <laughs> do you think maybe there's a different reason why he's not committing to Dolly? Yeah. Ah. Uh, <laughs> like she's his beard. Uh, yeah. I'm not shipping that one. No. No, I was shipping Joey and Elvis. I'm not shipping that one. <laughs> I was shipping the bros. I was like, I'll kiss. Well, he wasn't with anybody, right? No. Well, defeat equals friendship in this case. Oh, yeah, that's my favorite. 
a trope defeat equals friendship <laughs> and that's what that was yeah joey he beat the crap out of joey and joey yeah. became his best friend yeah a few scenes later they're singing on the porch like oh you sing too okay come on let me get you coffee like oh <laughs> they're pros now my nose bleeded. You, and you punch real good. Let me get you some coffee. <laughs> let me get you some coffee. Oh, and you sing too? You son of a bitch. Hey, come over here and let me hug you. Like, okay, dude. <laughs> well, there's a point, there's a scene that was kind of confusing where like, he gets his he gets his Galahad namesake. He got the Galahad because yeah. he goes to get coffee in the kitchen. Yeah. And I guess in the kitchen at that point, you don't see it. But in the kitchen at that point is Dolly and the guy who called her Peaches, the mob guy. I guess the mob guy got a little handsy. Yeah. And the cook was there, saw it too. And Elvis basically went... Punch him in the face? You don't touch her. Yeah. You know, this, you, you, this is not cool. And punches him and basically knocks him out. Yeah. What? And, is, <laughs> and in a... Um, in sort of just a an off-comment thing... Yeah. She says, "Thanks, uh, Galahad. thanks, Galahad." Yeah, and that's where he gets the nickname. Is yeah. that um, the white? He was the white knight. He was the white knight of yeah, yeah of her round table. Yeah, the yeah. white knight that was nice to broads. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> as, they, as they so eloquently put it. Yes. I still, I like, I like that part. <laughs> yeah, he was nice to broads too. Apparently, <laughs> let me tell you a story. <laughs> Did you ever read a book? <laughs> Do you want to read a book, really, Dan? Come on, yeah. let me tell you something about it's this. Like, nah, words are hard. Yeah. <laughs> I really expected one of them just to be that dumb. Really, just uh, like you would that see, would like have a made it more campy. Yeah, but you <laughs> see, like no a George in them books. Yeah, but you see a George and Lenny type, you know? Yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, can I just read the comic that book? That happens in a different Elvis movie. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> that was a different one. There's a, there's a, okay. There's thirty one of them. Oh god. Of mice oh. and Elvises? Of Elvis, yeah. yeah. <laughs> of mice and Elvis. <laughs> there's about there's about ten of them that try to take themselves seriously. And then the rest are fluff. We're gonna <laughs> rock around the clock, George. No dear. <laughs> We're gonna rock around the clock. I know that's not an Elvis song, but still uh, <laughs> still funny. Uh let's see, so uh yeah, so Galahad, what they're going to do with him is he's going to go ahead and take a shot to go to be legitimate in the ring, but he doesn't really like the whole ring thing. No, he's not a, he's not a boxer. He's a no. mechanic. Yeah, he's like, well, okay, I'll fight to do it, but then he's going to go ahead and, you know, get that, get that taken care of. Once he's got his money's worth, he's splitting town. Yep. Yeah. Well, it, it, what he gets his money's worth, he's, he's going to open up his own shop. Yeah. And he ends up... Uh, making a deal with the guy, um, the mechanic who's in town. Yeah. He makes a deal with him because the mechanic's getting old. Yeah. So he's going to go into partners yeah. with him, and then when the guy retires, he's going to take over. Yeah. Uh, so it still was a good plan. Yeah. yeah. If he could find that luck, he'll yeah. damn do it, you know. Yeah. He'll do it. So the, the love interest begins to bloom with, you know, the, the sister here with Rose and Galahad And it's Galahad super here. innocent, too. That's, yeah. That's what's funny about it. Yeah. You, I, this, I, I do like one of the, um, the lines that Dolly makes, the whole why, oh, uh, you know, why is she, why is he interested in her? You know, I don't understand. And she's like, of course you understand why they're interested in each other. They have sex in Brooklyn too. <laughs> <laughs> 
And that's that's my favorite Damn line. Damn it, that should have been my name. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. I thought that was his. I thought that was that guy's explanation for not uh, marrying what's her face right away. Cause, well, it was. Uh, or well, he didn't want well, to tell his sister was, about her. I'm sorry, it was yeah. one of those. He didn't want to tell his sister about Dolly. Because they were living together. Because they were living together. And she was basically saying, guess what? She understands they have sex in Brooklyn, too. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it. it's not a surprise. But, okay, saying that in ni- a 1962 movie, yeah. saying even the word sex. That's yeah. risque as hell. That's, right. Yeah. There was a, I think there was a, sh- a play or something called Sex in the 20s. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> the 20s, yeah. you can also base it in the surreal movement. Yeah, true. True, but all in you know, in the um, with that too. I mean, you couldn't even say pregnant on TV. I think mm-hmm. that was a Brady Bunch episode. Uh, <laughs> uh, I thought it was Lucille Ball. Lucille Ball. Well, yeah, they right. said Enciente. Yeah. yeah, the uh, but yeah, the, in, yeah. In, in, it basically yeah, the Spanish word yeah. for pregnant. Yeah, yeah. but um, I'm sorry, it was uh, Brady Bunch was when they first showed a toilet. Ooh. <laughs> uh, TV, wow, because so. people don't poop. Yeah. Which is a great callback to Pleasant Hill. Oh, yeah. Yes, I just rent. watched it. I literally just Love watched it again. Movie. It's so good. It's Love so underrated. That movie. Oh, so, so well done. So well done. That's how you set a bush on fire. <laughs> watch that movie to know what I'm talking about. Oh, that's <laughs> For like y'all. Sex I, was thing. To, I was trying to figure out how to make that joke. Again. <laughs> uh, that, no, that's if you ha- if you don't have proper protection and you get an STD. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness, indeed. <laughs> so, so the mob kind of gets in more yeah. like threatening. Yeah. 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 The, the mob starts to threaten. Well, the mob threatens because they think that uh, Willie saw more in that boiler room than he actually did. Mm. And he's yeah. been telling the same thing boiler to everybody. Boiler room or steam room? Steam room. They called it a boiler room. But oh, okay. Yeah. It's essentially a steam room. Um, basically tells him, hey, listen, um, I didn't see nothing. Yeah. Like, I, I, I heard him. I heard him screaming like a pig. Like, I heard him and only him. I heard no other voices. I saw nobody. I saw nobody. I saw nobody. nobody. Yeah. He says that to the district attorney. He says that to the FBI. Yeah, he says that to the he's mobsters. Yeah. He's just basically like, look, I didn't see anything. Yeah. And nobody believes him. And, and so, I know exactly how that feels. Yeah. So. I, I thought the, he I had assumed he owed the mob money, but this oh, is yeah. a different thing. Well, well it's I mean, because he, he, owes, owes, he owes the bookie money, but the bookie is run by that mob. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. So they kind of yeah. have that and over his head. he owes the bank money, and that's yeah. why they took his car. Yeah. Yeah. There's, he owes, oh, yeah, he owes everybody yeah. money. Yeah, and I kind of think it's interesting how it was a very stereotypical early 60s mafia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, Clay Gunn uh, probably wearing the exact same suit. You never yeah. saw them even have a gun. Yeah, there was a gun. Oh, yeah. Uh, when the dude get, when he punched when he out, the, uh, out the dude when he gets oh. the Galahad name, they find out that the guy when they go to pick up the guy who's been knocked out, there's a clatter and that's he's he got picks a pistol. up a gun and they oh, all look yeah, at Willie yeah. like, "Really?" Yeah. You're letting guns in here now? You're like, what the shit, Willie? Come on. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, true. But it's still... But like, nobody even... pulls a gun on anybody. Yeah, yeah. Even the, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of used to it because I'm used to, like, you know, Scarface, Godfather right. types, and, you know, where it's just... <laughs> in the 70s, my Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm yeah. Just, I'm just saying, I played a lot of Fallout New Vegas, and that particular gun, that's a pea shooter. Yeah. You can't do much with that. No, anymore. no, not at all. <laughs> 
give someone a light flush wound. Yeah, just like a little love tap from like a hundred yards. Stronger or ah. weaker than a derringer? Um, it's stronger than a derringer. It's stronger than a derringer. A, a derringer yeah. is like a ha ha, got you kind you of. Have to be really thing. close up with the derringer. Yeah, yeah really. still, like, yeah. still, yeah. It's the surprise. Yeah, it's the equivalent of the uh, God. What was his name? Jackson Aaron Burr fight. Yeah. With the, uh, yeah. That's... With the, yeah. Is yeah. That, are, you, are you quoting the gut milk commercial? Yes. That's the only reason I know about the guy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hang on, let me get some milk. No. Never, never get called by a radio contest when your mouth is full of sandwich. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Now you, you remember, remember that, that one Oh now? my god. He's got out milk? of milk. So he no, can't answer the question right. Still to this day, <laughs> one of the highest rated dollars. commercials ever. Could have got a million dollars, and he's obsessed about that duel. And then they ask about it on the radio right after he took a bite of a big old just peanut, peanut butter. butter and peanut butter sandwich. Oh god, no, that's the worst. And it, he's it, like, he's just like his mouth is plastered shut. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's peanut butter. Yep, and he's like, it's iron butter. Excuse me. And I'm, well, hang on, let me get some milk. And he's got like literally there's like a splash of milk left. And just like, no. I'm sorry. Yeah. My question is, wouldn't he have noticed he only had a splash of milk left because he brought this into his study? Like, I don't think he's got a fridge in there. My other thing too is, why milk? Why just milk? I'm sure you have something else to drink. Booze. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure there's. Hey, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure there was a lot of booze after. <laughs> that boy. Probably. Only <laughs> was there. It's not fair. <laughs> like a big DiSerono bottle is just uh, well, they're in arm's length in the other direction. <laughs> they probably use that bullet after I too many have notes. A million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you about added bear. <laughs> Why I hate fucking peanut butter. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking don't know. Peanut butter is my nemesis. <laughs> so then he became an evil mad scientist who. Who poisoned the genetics of everybody, and that's why we have peanut allergies today because he lost a contest. It's, it's his fault. <laughs> you know what? It follows. Hey, that would be a good comic book. A good bad comic book. It's like, hold on, that's your motivation? What? Like, don't judge me. <laughs> I will ruin all peanuts. Peanut butter loving freak. Just had an idea of like, it was just said it would be a serial killer called George Washington Carver. <laughs> oh, no. That sounds like an old Batman villain or something. Yeah. It's George Washington Carver. <laughs> what does he do? Peanut allergies for all. <laughs> and then he then he stabs you a lot. Well, I'm sorry, because Jane, there are some there are some nuts crying. that probably get severed. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's a good idea. <sighs> they don't call me Carver for nothing. <laughs> still just a villain that kicks people in the nuts. <laughs> I mean, he, he's straightforward. He gets to the point. <laughs> oh, it ain't it no more. <laughs> oh my god. What? So, what's your villainous plan? Oh god. Oh. I think we're all a little punch drunk. Just a bit. <laughs> Just a bit. Just a bit. Just just kicking the nuts. Okay. I'm going to edit all this. No editing. No editing ever. Oh, God.
good. I've been playing a lot of All Assassin's Creed. Right, well. I've been playing a lot of Assassin's Creed Odyssey, and there are certain characters that are way taller <laughs> than your character. Yeah. And when you do the Spartan kick, you get them right in the crotch and send them flying. <laughs> oh, man. Which still, I... They have one last fight. Yeah, let's see where let's get to that point. Yeah, they're obviously, he's fighting Ramon Sugarboy Romero. And the only reason he's like fighting porn him game. is yeah. because um, <laughs> Willie is upset that his sister and Elvis are going to get married. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yep. They already did. They've known yeah. each other for 12 minutes. We're yeah. obviously going to get married. No, they've known each other for months. You well, pay attention to the surroundings. And she helped find his bolt, so we're, we're okay. Yep. <laughs> but sure can he fall, find her? Her bolts is the question. <laughs> it's only about a half inch. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, it <laughs> um, was funny. But yeah, Willie uh, Willie is upset that they're getting married, and it's not like... because he doesn't want his his sister marrying a quote unquote meatball. But yeah. he's, it's not like he's a, a noble. They're he's not, not nobles. It's, it's his kid's sister. It's the whole but it's also know, older Willie, brother, little sister thing. And it's Willie it's being, being, you know, yeah. toxic masculinity again. Right. Yeah. It's like, well, no, I won't allow it. It's like, I, well, I don't care what you'll allow or not. It's not your you question. I think then he would like a manly job like mechanic. You'd think. Yeah. Yeah. You'd think, yeah. but no, how are you going to. How are you going to. Um, How's he going to support you support as a mechanic? You. And yeah. the thing is, she's been supporting herself the whole time. And yeah. more to the point, a mechanic can make good money. Himself? So, I mean, yeah. uh, he's got no leg to stand on on this Yeah, one. no. It's yeah. just that he doesn't want his sister getting I married. He doesn't want to admit that his sister is a grown-up. Yeah. yeah. That's, his, that's his whole thing. He doesn't want to admit that his sister is an adult. Yeah. Um, so he's pissed at that. And so in a way of retaliation, he sets up uh, Walter... Kid Galahad, Elvis, yeah. to um, fight Sugar Boy Romero, who is a Spanish or Mexican boxer, um, who apparently is known to be super rough. Yeah. He's, he's like untouchable. Yeah. <laughs> and so he sets it up for the uh, the big event that the Chamber of Commerce put on for uh, for their like. Fall festival? I don't know. I don't know what the hell this yeah. is supposed to be, but this isn't exactly high stakes Rocky shit. No. This is this is a little bit lower level. This is this yeah. is Chamber of Commerce. But yeah. it's televised. It's gonna happen down at it's, uh, it's a national televised it's te- thing. It's televised like, from the YMCA. Okay. Yeah, yeah pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> hey, at least it's not televised it's from like the Apple picking booth, you know? It's, yeah. It, yeah. It could be much worse. Yeah. Um, see what? Oh god, what was the yeah, the extremely local podcasting. Uh, what what was the place where everybody had their dances in, like... Uh, St. Thomas More? I think so. No, in, Junior in, high? in Fall River. It's like, oh, where everyone had their right. dances. It's was, it was not the CYO. I don't know. I had Some mine at, at school. I yeah. always had mine at school. Yeah, I don't know. We, we were out of here. Did people oh, have gonna, dances we around here? We were in the here? city by then. Yeah. There were yeah. dances around here? In yeah. Durfee, yeah. I grew up in a very small place. Oh. <laughs> so, I, I didn't know. Okay, I... That's going to bother me, but all right, carry on. It's yeah. not something I'm going to be able to find right now. No, but the... Um... He's have wrestling matches there, too. What the hell oh, the wait, phone? the fixture and armory. Yeah. Yes, yeah. armory. Thank you. Oh, you say wrestling match, I know exactly yeah. what you're talking about. You yeah. say dances that were, you know, for the public, and like, what are you talking what are, about? What, what? People do no. social actions? What is this? <laughs> like, but no, wrestling? Hell yeah, yeah, I'm fun, down for that. But wrestling? Oh, I know this. <laughs> Yeah. I know this one. Uh, uh, so you get, they get to fighting. I think one of the funny... Oh, somebody yeah. gets his hands broken. Uh, oh, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, Lou, the trainer, played yeah. by uh, Charles Bronson, who... 
Until tonight, I hadn't realized my uncle, my uncle Roger, looks an awful lot like Charles Bronson, and it throws me real bad. <laughs> no, yeah, it breaks his hands. And they, they break. Look. They break his hands because they offer him. At first, they offer him money because they away. they figure that. Well, at first they they come out all overconfident, like there's no way this guy is gonna be able to beat our guy. You might as well just give up now. And then when that doesn't work, they're like, "Well, we have a plan." And of course, they're Bond villaining, so they have to tell everybody the whole plan first. Right. <laughs> Which is, uh, oh, we're totally going to uh, we're gonna swap out trainers and we're gonna make them bleed. Because we think we, he, he can last like three or four rounds, but if we make him bleed and open up the cuts and make him really hurt, then he'll yeah. he'll be out faster. Yeah, then, then the ref will call it just the ref based will call on, it the, on the blood that just, he's losing. I think they call it the hamburger rule. The ham- yeah, yeah. So yeah, like he's, he's right, getting yeah. his ass kicked, so we're, we're banking on that, and so we want you to step off. And the dude's like... He said, "No, no, take your five hundred dollars and shove, shove it up your ass." ass. Yeah. <laughs> smash cut to smashed fingers. Yeah. Uh, two yeah. broken hands, essentially. Yeah. yeah, he's doing the Wakanda pose. Yeah, yeah. So Wakanda it's forever. still just what's that? The, uh, the Wakanda, forever. Yeah. Wakanda forever. Yeah. Oh, I was thinking yeah. of uh, Plan Nine from Outer Space with the the vampire zombie lady, vampire. Yeah. Wasn't she kind of doing that too? There was, yeah, there was had, a sense, yeah, yeah. I had an Attack on Titan moment. Yeah. <laughs> That's the other way. Yeah. So, so obviously, you know, Elvis wins the fight. Of course, yeah, because, know, it's, because it's, it's an Elvis, Elvis movie. movie. Everybody, everybody and their mother bets on him. Yeah. We haven't gotten to the point where, you know, in movies the bad, the, uh, bad guy can win. We haven't gotten to that point no. yet. Yeah, no. No, not at all. That really doesn't really come to light until Rocky. Much later, yeah. yeah. Yeah, until Rocky. That was the big. That was the big deal with it. Um, which side note, I'm actually really interested in seeing Creed two. So it's it's. That's no, sorry. That looks amazing. See, I might get run out of my own home for saying this, but I don't think I've seen any Rocky movies. I yeah. haven't. We need I've either. Seen all. Like. We need right. a divorce. You have, I, how have you not seen a Rocky movie? I haven't. I'm aware of them by cultural osmosis, but I've never actually yeah. seen one. Watch Rocky IV! Oh, I love Rocky yes, IV! Yes. I, I saw Chris. There's a robot yeah, in Rocky IV! Yeah. Isn't that I must break you? Yes. Yep. That That's why it. I love Dr. it. Dr. Ivan Drago. Yeah. And Zeus. Yeah. There's one with Zeus in it and Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Three. And, yep. yep. <laughs> I've seen them all. Yep. But a robot. I've you even say. seen five. Yeah. I didn't like five, but yeah. I've seen it. I see a robot. You say yeah. there is a robot. It's a talking robot. Oh, yeah. I've seen footage of that. Yeah. That's at the very beginning. But their hearts were on fire, and you know, given the fact that the way they ate, their hearts were probably on fire later oh, during the heart disease God. era. But still, uh, still, obviously, Elvis wins the fight. You know, they get this. Uh, this is a point we had to mention. Like, he has a really nice vintage car that he does up. Yeah. There's a, there's a 20, 1927 <laughs> Ford Model T. Mm-hmm. They painted it like bright red. Yeah. yeah. They're not driven one of those. The red ones go faster. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. And I've driven one of those too, and it is true. It doesn't go that fast yeah, at all. Like, and chugga, chugga, and chugga, really, chugga, the chugga. more people you put in, the harder it is to drive. Yeah, because yeah. it's heavier, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah it's there's, sense. there's somebody on my huh. poster route that's, yeah. I don't know if it's straight up a Model T, but it's like that same basic design. Yeah. And it, like during the summer, we'll just see them puttering around the neighborhood. Oh, yeah. It's horrible to drive in the winter. And honestly, yeah. the one thing that gets me is those little tiny bicycle tires. Yeah. yeah. They keep it, you know, and they start getting wobbly. They start getting wobbly. I'm like, I'm done. 
No, thank you. I'm out. And I turned the car seat over. I turned it over to my dad. I'm like, Dad, can you just get this off the road for me? He's like, Yeah, no problem. Fine. And he just does it like like nothing. I mean, he can drive any particular car no matter what. Is that his X-Men power? Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. He can drive anything with wheels and probably a few things without wheels. (laughs) Probably, yeah. Yeah. My grandpa learned to ride a unicycle. My dad would have liked to say that. At least this is the same man who managed to flip a plane over, so... (laughs) While it was docked, don't even get me started. <laughs> Big, was it was it windy? Because I tried to. Dock. My father was a wonderful, stoically loving man, but he sometimes let his ego get the best of him. Ah, and this was before I was born. Um. He and my mom bought an airplane. They bought a Swift. I can't remember the actual number to it. It was uh-huh. a, it was like a 1970s yeah. two-seater, one-engine airplane. Uh, Cessna kind of. Kinda, not not as cool to... as the Cessna. Okay. Um, but that's he... the extent of my plane. Though. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he had it running um, and it was tethered because it was out, it was an outdoor air uh, airfield that he had it at. It's gotcha. like the one in Fall River, actually. Gotcha. That is no longer there. Um, and he had it running and he had the propeller going and he walked away from it, and I don't know if he took the e-brake off or oh what. God. The thing went like, like this. a car, on a and then it, got, it was tethered still, so it hit, and it went boom. Flipped, flipped and, over. So my father managed to flip an airplane over while it was still parked <laughs> on the ground, <laughs> oh and my, my mother was standing outside of it, going, "Chuck, what the fuck?" Yeah, so so we, we missed the visual in the audio medium. Basically, the, it was tethered at the back tail end. And you when know, it reached Sonic the end, games, it just kind of stood up on its tail and flipped back over. Thanks, Dad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he uh, man, they managed to get it upright, and it was fixed, and it was still flyable, but that was my dad. <laughs> wow. That was my dad. Uh, hell. So, I mean, handyman ways, I guess, you know, uh, you know, Galahad, Kid Galahad ends up being okay. Yep. Quits the business of fighting, goes back in. He's married to Rose now after probably meeting. And I mean, we were talking about, you know, short, a short arrangement, a short marriage. And I yeah. mean, yeah. right to marriage. I mean, my parents met on June 9th on their first date and was married September 2nd, <laughs> 1983. Of course, so. our relationship <coughs> totally laughs at her complaining about three years. I've been your fiance for three years. Yeah, right? Yeah. Right, yeah, with us too. We were married shortly after our 11-year anniversary. Oh, it was that long? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so. <laughs> She's like, oh, really? It was that long? I was like thinking, hey, was that long? who was counting? Yeah. Looks at wrist. Well, <laughs> well, that's why it says, too, that's why it was in the vows on our wedding day. It was, it's about time. <laughs> I don't remember our vows because there was a caterpillar and I was trying to make a face so you would look at the caterpillar so I could make you laugh in the middle of it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I completely winged my vows. I completely winged them. We were supposed to write our own, and I was just like, fuck it, I'm just going to do it today. Yeah. That's how I am. I had mine written out. She did hers, and the way those vows came out, I'm just kind of standing there, like afterwards, like I said, I let her go first. Yeah, that was a and mistake. And I'm just like, after she did this whole thing, like everyone's in tears, I'm like, no pressure. Uh,. <laughs> I did, I did. My brother has it on. It's on video. And then I stumbled through my vows. I don't even remember what I said. You said I. I can't. You said something along the lines of I can't compete with that. 
I love but, you. But yeah, and that was it. <laughs> and then of course, and everybody was so upset and everything, and everybody was, not upset like oh my god, no, people were crying and, yeah. and monocle. My, a lot of my friends were all like, oh. and so I had to t- cut the tension. So um, yeah, when uh, when it came to the I do's, yeah, uh, he said I do. I said I do. I said yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I did the same too. I'm like, yeah, sure, of course. Let's do yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, yeah, why not? Can I put cake on your head? Yeah. I didn't put cake on your head. So that was later, you know, but... Yeah, that was one of my favorite memories. Because we, we <laughs> spent yeah, the better part of the night trying to keep the cake toppers from tumbling down the back yeah, of the Yeah, we had again. Transformers cake toppers. Aww. So we no. had... We had... And we RC had and Cliff Jumper RC from and Cliff Jumper from Prime. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was for our cake toppers. They're actually pretty. We have pictures. Yeah. They were That's cool. Who's, they're who's, also who's, covered in cake. Those, and they, they, <laughs> they never got. We never got the frosting off. The of frosting them. has now cemented those figures in place. <laughs> oh my! Yeah. yeah. All right. So fantasy casting. casting. Oh, no. oh dear. Johnny Bravo. Well, okay. I mean, oh, yeah. well, Johnny Bravo basically yeah. is Elvis, but he's yeah. like pervier. Just, yeah. just way well, more womanizing. In this, well. He's pervier than the, the character in the movie. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. The uh, character in the movie is very, uh, is very. He's dumb. He's well, dumb, but yeah. he's innocent. He's yeah. very like, yeah, innocent. Yeah, he, he's too, he's a nice guy, but he's dumb as a post. Yeah, he's too dumb to actually go ahead and be perverted. You know, yeah. Oh, I wasn't knowing what I was supposed to do. I'm sorry. Well, man. I don't think that either, because he uh-huh. knows exactly what what the perverted stuff is. He just yeah. doesn't do it because it's yeah. not. It's not what he does. It's not proper. Oh, yeah. I'm just saying he doesn't know it, but it just, like, I just don't think he would know what to do, or he would know, like, oh, here's, he would think of something in order to do that. And let's say he was in the army. Trust me, he knows it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta give one. I have a snafu, knows yeah. it. Yeah. I do think it, I, I do want to mention that this is actually a remake. Oh. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. What? Yeah, it's a, a It's a Humphrey Bogart movie. Yeah, right? of yeah. another movie called Kid Galahad. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Did, I actually just found this out myself. Yeah. Oh. Who was in that one? Humphrey Bogart. Oh, okay. Um, a couple other people, too. Because I know, I know of another boxing movie with an unlikely boxer, but that was a Harold Lloyd talkie. Yeah. He was a milkman. I forgot what it was called, though. Um, I forgot how he became a boxer. Well, there was one that he was a boxer. I think that, well, regardless, so... I don't know. Fantasy cast. Yeah, I would say really for Grogan, I would say Phil Hartman, because he looked so much like him. He looked like him, yeah. And I couldn't get that out of my goddamn head. I was kind of thinking of the dad from Freaks and Geeks. And I I mean... Joe Flirty? No, well, maybe maybe I'm thinking of somebody else. Yeah, no, no, I could see that, too. I'm, I'm... Still pushing for Hillary Clinton. Yeah. <laughs> oh, like, oh, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Once you said that, I couldn't get that out of my head. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She put on the suit. I was like, damn, okay. Yeah. Yeah, other than again, you could say Oh, yeah, Grogan at the end of the you, movie, she, she yeah. does get back with him, right? Yeah, yeah she does. Yeah, Grogan could be Billy, too, you know? Yeah. 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 I trust you. This kid's good. <laughs> Honestly. I'm, just, I'm trying to think of fantasy casting. I can't really... Think of yeah. anything that I mean. Oh, the so the casting right. has worked. Yeah. I like Charles Bronson. Yep. Yeah, Charles Bronson. Oh like, yeah, you can't touch that. Yeah, yeah. Charles no. Bronson as my uncle Roger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, joke casting. How so, about Danny DeVito? <laughs> I'm a trash man. I eat trash. He'll <laughs> just throw trash at people's faces. <laughs> in that case, would you put Charlie Day in there? 
Charlie Day as Elvis. Oh yeah. God! Yeah. Yeah. No. That would change the entire tone of the movie. <laughs> oh God! Even... I'm the king. Yeah, Hot dog doesn't I'm like it. Wide world. Hot dog don't like it. Is he alright? Yeah, he's, no, he's fine. fine. He just coughed really loud and scary like. Yeah. He's he's part squish face and part squish face, so he has like you know. He's, he's part Boston Terrier, which has a flat face, and yeah. part Chihuahua, which has a short muzzle. So this muzzle he, looks pretty long to me. So he coughs and he hacks all the time. Exactly. Yeah. He, coughs, he hacks. He coughs and coughs and hacks. Coughs, yeah, coughs, he coughs, 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 coughs. he does. He totally does. Yeah. <laughs> he snores like a like a bear. Oh, <laughs> yeah. All right. So, snores too. Yeah, I think we can wrap this part up here. So this right. is really the the end of the, an end of a, a very fun month. Yay! Yes, this is a good, this is a good one. Yes. This is a good one here. We so we're gonna wrap with some. Figure out next month then. Yeah, so we're gonna do some. Figure do some holiday movies. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, here we're just. That's a very, very huge category. Though. Yeah, it is big. Yeah, it is big. So we're gonna do some of that and. Um, so with our social media, you know, feel free to look us up on Movie Theater Time Machine on Facebook. Check us out on Twitter as well as uh, Instagram. And so. hey, um, if you want some Movie Theater Time Machine uh, stuff like uh, coffee cups, um, things like that, keychains, check it out on Zazzle. We sell stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Let's look up Movie Theater Let's Time Machine. Get your merch. Give Kaz your money. Yes! Yeah. Or if you prefer cute animals on, like, hundreds of different products for gifts, parties, uh, Christmas decorations, uh, check out my Zazzle shop, Kaz Foxen's Animals. That's K-A-Z-F-O-X-S-E-N. Definitely look all that. Now that the Christmas season's coming around now, well, it's here. Yep. So it's here now. Oh, you should definitely God buy it. Here. Sure. Yeah, sorry, Mel, man. Sorry, dude. Yeah, the next the next month and a half is gonna be just it's like Sodom and Gomorrah in that in, in the post office. It's insane. Yeah. Nah, I bet. I bet here. All right. So uh, wind that up now. So definitely, if you are liking this as well, and also we want to give us a really big shout out to all the new fans of Movie Theater Time Machine hey! on Facebook. Hi. All over the world, a growing, growing huge number in India, which is amazing. Uh, so thank you. Thank you very much for doing that. And, you know, feel free to leave us feedback on any, on any of your podcatchers. So that way we can still keep pushing up to the top. It's a way for people to help us find us. And yeah, we'll enjoy this. I'm picturing a dream catcher, but you know, for pods, <laughs> radio waves. No, I don't know. Yeah, but definitely leave us a little review. Leave us five stars. That pushes up us up even more. And you know, let us know how you feel. So if we can do, we can do. So yeah, the, pod, right. the podcatcher I use is called Podcast Addict. Yeah. So it's I'm I'm a big fan of that one. Yeah, that's no, a good one. That's a really good one. I use Blueberry. Yep, too. That's, yeah, a that's, one a, too. that's a really, that's a far superior one. Um, so, anyways, so folks, we're gonna see you later. We'll see you back here next week um, with some holiday movies. And uh, hell, hope you had a great Thanksgiving. Yay! And be good. Take care of yourselves, but don't be too good. <laughs>